This is Stacy Marshall with Printware Magazine. Matt Vassallo with the RhinestoneWorld.com. Richard Greaves with ScreenMaking.com. Brian Walker with RTP Apparel. This is Peter Walsh with MR, and you're listening to the Two Regular Guys Podcast. 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 Hosted by Terry Combs. Terry Combs. Terry Combs. And Aaron Montgomery. Aaron Montgomery. Aaron Montgomery. Keep on listening. I don't know if these guys are that regular. Definitely wow. not regular today. No, not regular at all. Well, well, let's do this, Jay. Let's dive right in. Let's do this. Welcome. Welcome, everybody. March 25th. This is it. This is the two regular guys. Welcome to the show, everybody. It's another epic Friday. I'm Jay Bissell, and I'm sitting in for Terry Combs, who <laughs> pretends to work at a trade show right now. Aaron, can you believe that? Pretend. I like that you use the word pretend. I've seen him work at a trade show. Yeah, working. <laughs> Uh, well, I'm so glad to have you here, Jay. Uh, before we got started here, I said, man, we uh, get rid of uh, Terry and we get this all-star lineup showing up. So uh, my name's Aaron Montgomery and you can find me over at OurSuccessGroup.com. So Jay, we're going to talk to uh, some folks about 2022 apparel trends. I think this is such a great topic and I know you guys have been working hard on this stuff. So you've rounded up some special guests for us, uh, Adrian Palmer with Screen Printing Magazine and then Jeremy Picker from Amber Creative. And uh, boy, <laughs> if you want to talk trends, you bring in the heavyweights here, uh, Jay. So thank you so much for that. You're I'm welcome. really excited about today. Psych too. These are awesome guests. Yep. Yep. For sure. Well, let's, let's hear real quick. Uh, let's check in with a couple of the regulators who are tuning in just to, to say good morning. We've got uh, Bevy Jean checking in and then Crystal says, good morning. Happy to be catching it live today. We're happy to be Woo-hoo! having you too. And Rich, hello. Um, let's see here. Christine, good morning, guys. Love it when Jay is on the show. He's a great educator and excited to hear what Adrian has to say. Yes. And he's got tacos. And on, I brought a taco just for you, Aaron, a little breakfast taco. Oh, a breakfast taco. Yeah, because uh. you can have breakfast tacos, but breakfast wings, eh, not sure. <laughs> Hey, I would eat breakfast wings if I had them. <laughs> so we appreciate everybody tuning in. Um, before we get started, Jay, I'm gonna, uh, just a news announcement that came across uh, my email, so to speak. Ooh, and so I wanted news? to share that with folks real quick. Do we need uh, a drum so- roll? Breaking news? I don't think it's a drum roll, I think, actually. <laughs> but hey, we can always use a drum roll here. Hey, um, it's the two regular guys. It's a big deal. Breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking news. Uh, so Gildan announced the closing of the Membane Distribution Center. In an announcement that was made earlier this month, Gildan Activewear states it plans to close the um, Mebane. I'm not saying it right. It's M-E-B-A-N-E. <laughs> Mebane, North Carolina Distribution Center by June 30th. It's a move that will affect 128 local employees, leaving them out of a job. So according to the press release shared by the Times News, uh, this was filed in North Carolina Department of Commerce on February 16th, and it will permanently close by June 30th. So um, Mm. we'll have a link in and you can see the link below, but we'll also have a link in the show notes if you want to read more about that. So um, I don't know. Can I give you my reaction to that? Yes, please. The sad taco. Ah, uh, poor sad taco. It is sad. I, you wonder what's you know. Um, after everything that's that's happened and and all the stuff going on, obviously everybody's trying to kind of figure it out. So, um, but you hate hearing about 128 people being without a job. So hopefully they'll find find a place. And uh, yeah. if you're looking for somebody in the North Carolina area that uh, is <laughs> uh, versed in garments, then uh, you can probably find 128 people over there that could come to work for you. How about that? <laughs> Turn it into a positive, Jay. Aaron, you hire them all. I think you should. <laughs> yes, let's let's do that. Um, all right. Well, got that out of the way. Just wanted to share that because it came across, and I thought we wanted to get that out there. Um, call your Gildan reps and ask them what's going on. Uh, <laughs> we'll just do that. No, right. but um, how about a dad joke? How about we lighten this up with a? Oh dad? yes, let's do. We need to turn that corner. Some sad news with Gildan and those folks. Let's lighten it up. Give us Let's the light it up joke. here. Now, this is a dad joke that uh, I acquired this morning from my 10 year old. So mm, just prepping everybody for what we're we're about to <laughs> have here. So are you ready? I am ready. What noise does a witch's vehicle make? Hmm, Aaron, I'm not sure what noise a witch's vehicle makes. It's broom broom. Oh, <laughs> 
that we're hurts. just hurting people left and right this morning, AJ. <laughs> broom, broom. Well, that worked. That's a dad joke. That not is a dad joke. I've heard. Not the worst I've heard. Happy to be here. <laughs> All right. Well, before Jay leaves and uh, goes somewhere else, <laughs> um, let's uh, let's let's get to where we need to go here, Jay. I'll, I'll let you uh, handle Terry's part here. Before we before we fly away on our broom broom sticks, let's thank everyone first of all for checking out this show. This is the Two Regular Guys podcast. Um, it's an amazing opportunity for me. So thank you again to Terry, to Aaron, and Eric, who's behind the scenes kicking booty as always. But I know from hosting this other little show, <clears throat> sometimes I get thirsty. <laughs> Tacos with Jay and Jeff. Ooh, I know ooh. how challenging it can be to find awesome guests. We're lucky today. We are thrilled to have them. But if you know anyone who would like to join this show, I think you really need to check out. They can send you the Calendly link, calendly.com slash two regular guys. Um, send them your show ideas or just send Eric or Terry or Aaron a show idea or, or something that you can do to be a guest on their show. It's a lot of fun and um, it's good for you. It's really good for them. And it's really great for the community. So I highly recommend it. Thank you. Yep. And, and Jay, if uh, people are listening into the podcast version of the show right now, we'd really appreciate them sharing this two regular guys podcast with your other industry friends. So you can become regulators. You can be part of the regular listeners here. And uh, we also would love any reviews that you could uh, share. Uh, it really helps a lot. So if you're a podcast listener and you're on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or iHeartRadio or Stitcher or mm -hmm. Amazon Podcasts, I, I think the list goes on and on. Wherever it you does do go on. <laughs> <laughs> wherever you do that podcast. Hey, listening. and don't forget, and don't forget that you've got the opportunity. If you're watching live right now, join in, ask yeah. a question, give us a comment poke fun at Aaron's dad joke, something, you know, we want to know that you got a pulse and you're here. And by yeah. the way, it's a lot of fun if you're watching live. Yeah, it is a lot of fun if you're watching live and also go ahead and uh, take this brief moment to uh, get out there and share this with your friends, you know, just hit the share button. If you're watching on YouTube, if you're watching on Facebook, just hit that share button and get it out there. And uh, because you are not going to want to miss this, we're talking 2022 apparel trends <laughs> with people that know about apparel trends. And so I'll be slight. <laughs> no, no, no. You're not going anywhere. Uh, no, I'm not going anywhere. I'm, I'm excited to learn and, and, uh, and just yank all the information we can out of these amazing guests and Jay, because Jay is on the pulse as well. And uh, so let's, let's do that. Actually, let's just dive right in. I'm going to skip over. We're still looking for sponsors right now. We're talking to a couple of folks. So I'm excited about that to regularguys.com forward slash sponsorship. If you want to, find more information but let's let's not waste any more time jay what do you think should we uh, hey, get our guests in here i i think we should i think they're fired up i really really seriously appreciate that they took the time to be here so let's introduce the guests yep. and aaron i hope this isn't too weird because i know i'm kind of sitting in for the big guy you know <laughs> mr combs um, <laughs> <Yes>. <clears throat> but but i also want to be one of the guests in a small way so the reason that i pulled it off here is you know me i'm a rebel I'm a misfit. Yep. I want to break the rules just a little yes, bit. So it's like a, a player coach, right? I'm going to, I'm going to speak a little bit, but I'm going to try to moderate a little bit and I need your help too, Aaron. Don't be surprised if I start roping you in and asking you questions. So, but the good news is I've invited some friends, Adrian Palmer, editor in chief of screen printing and big picture magazines. That's right. Kids, two yeah. magazines for the price of one. And we also have our, our amazing, Jeremy Picker. Jeremy Picker yes. is creative director and founder of Amber Creative. And I'm pretty sure, Aaron, you've had both of these guests on before. We have had these guests on before, but boy, uh, when they show up, it's always an exciting day. So, uh, Eric, if you could bring them in for us. There Let's we welcome go. Welcome them. Woo! Yes. Wait, can't wait to learn from you guys. This is super exciting. The dream team. And by Good the way, I just, wanted, I just want to throw out, we have Jeremy Picker from some undisclosed location a cabin in the deep forest of colorado but he took time away from his kids if you hear his kids in the background that's okay we're thrilled to have them yeah yep and of course the always beautiful adrian palmer adrian and jeremy thanks so much for being here thanks i feel like of the course gang's back together again 
Yeah. The gang is back together again. I mean, Aaron, can you handle this? Are you okay I, with this? I can I can totally handle this. When you get a gang like this together, you just want to be in the room and uh, and learn. So because of that, Jay, I know you're breaking the rules and we're gonna we're, we're gonna let that slide. I'm gonna okay. make that exception for you because you. I love you guys so much. So let me <laughs> let me just start here. When I think of 2022 apparel trends, things that kind of pop into my mind are things like styles, colors. And even decorating techniques is kind of what I was thinking when Jay was saying, here's what we're going to talk about. So, Jay, how am I doing? You're, you're nailing it. You're crushing it like a tiny taco, like you always do. And uh, I appreciate that. So, in fact, you've got all three of those things right. And I think it's important that we even recognize and kind of tip our caps to the fact that the words we choose to describe those styles and describe the colors and so on and so forth, they matter. And we're going to talk a little bit about those. Um, if people don't know, this is a teaser, a precursor. This is the, I don't know why they call them movie trailers when it's what you're going to watch before you watch the yeah. movie. I think it should, there's got to be a better name for that. But this, in essence, we are doing a webinar with Equipment Zone one, almost a week from today, next Thursday. And I was reminded by all of this by one of our other guests, Vicki Ostrom, who's a futurist and a trend analyst from Sanmar and the founder of Trend Dependent, she was in a previous education session for Promo Kitchen and was talking about the importance of the when we say things, when we talk about color, when we talk about styles, and when we talk about all of these trends. So reference, and in fact, she gave us a reference, Erin. She talked about this, um, this thing from Adobe. And anytime you get a thing from Adobe, it's a pretty big deal. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if you know this, but Adobe has an entire huge stock library. And so what they've done with all of their graphics and all of their photos is they created a creative trends 2022 report. And in that report, and I'm going to quote, which I rarely do. So I have to read this. So forgive me. But in that report, Adobe mentions, and this is what they said, the seriousness of life during the pandemic has taken its toll. Tired of the mundane and the familiar, people are more carefree, high-spirited, and joyful as they seek the reconnection, the escape from the boredom, and the positivity of the new year. And I was like, boom. And I hope, I hope Eric can copy that quote and pop it in the notes because that creative trends report and that quote, it just really got me fired up. I was like, yes, we are ready for a new positive year. Yeah. 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 I mean, those hit all the marks, right? You got carefree, joyful and, and seeking reconnection. I, I mean, if that doesn't describe it, I don't know what does. It makes total sense to me. So I guess, Jay, then from there, what other trends are likely to have an impact on apparel? Well, so I'm thinking through this and, and, and being active, being outside, getting away from that, that kind of sense of feeling locked down. You know, what we just came out of was dramatic. And, and you know, and I know, studies have recently shown that, that people report a higher level of, of vitality, of enthusiasm, that joyfulness that the report talked of, and their self-esteem goes up and tension goes down, depression goes down, and they feel less fatigued when they go out and walk and they go, go do something outside, walk, just a, just a walk up and down the block. I think it makes a big difference. And I'm sure that it's why the research revealed exercising outdoors was the most popular fitness trend of 2021. That's, that's not surprising if you look back on where we were, right, yep, during, yep. Not during a, a pandemic. But, but that's a big deal. Exercising outdoors, even just walking, was the most popular fitness trend of 2021. So it takes us to two very powerful trends, our first trends, and they have definitely carried over into 2022. And I know Adrian has seen it. I know Jeremy has seen it. And they're probably going to talk a little bit about this. But to be outside and to be active are the are the biggest trends so walking and being more involved in those fitness type trends mm -hmm. plays a huge role in apparel i mean that makes sense right aaron it's like yep. yeah so yeah. what we wear and 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 what we're doing are going to go hand in hand so for specific examples of this um asi recently released an apparel study so last month it was it's pretty fresh off the press it was from last month the study based on the data they analyzed very late in the year, 2021, they analyzed surveying 40,000 consumers 
And they pulled all of that data together. And the data was presented as a collection of the most popular promo and branded merch items in the US. And it identified by state and by region what was most influential in that area. So it's not only what product was hot, yeah, you know, but it's in that area, even broken down to the state. So if you want to look up, you know, Iowa, if you want to look up Arizona, if you want to Colorado, Florida, whatever, they've got that breakdown. Nice. And I hope Eric, I hope Eric can can drop this into the I'm not going to read that super long um, <laughs> link. <laughs> it's too long for me to read and I'll lose it anyway. But there's a really cool link if you want to go check it out. And so, so here's the takeaway. Here's the takeaway. Outerwear and performance wear. Number one and number two wow. in every region. Number wow. one and number two in every region. The only difference was here in the Southwest, Arizona, New Mexico, uh, right? Uh, Nevada in the Southwest, Texas. Yeah. It was flipped. The order was flipped. So we had performance wear, then outerwear. But otherwise, those are the two leaders. And I'm like, okay, this sets the stage for a lot of apparel trends for the rest of the year. Yeah. 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 And, and Eric's put the link in the chat and uh, it was also there uh, on the there. There it is again on the bottom of the screen. So uh, totally great uh, information. And and like you said, Jay, not surprising, really, when you actually think about the, the yeah. situation. I mean, I, I'm I'm inspired. I'm going to go take a walk after this. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> let, let's let's get some insight and input. Uh, let's let's start with Adrian. Yeah. So, Adrian, I want to know, what do you think about all of this? What's your take as the editor-in-chief of two industry-specific magazines? You know, this has a lot to do with design trends and visual trends. What's your take on this? Well, wait, so are we blaming the pandemic for our increased waistlines or thanking the pandemic for sending us outside to exercise? Which one Both. Is Both. <laughs> Both. Yes, I agree. <laughs> Um, but yes, outerwear and performance wear are absolutely trending, um, you know, more specifically athletic wear for those health conscious uh, people in our population. Um, my personal favorite, athleisure wear for those who want to look like they ran a 5K, but really they're just running to Target. <laughs> Aaron, I noticed Aaron's got a hoodie on right now. Yeah, weird. Yeah, I'm going to go run a 5K. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so in terms of style, you know, we're seeing a lot of leggings, lightweight tops, and um, the designs here are very simple, typically one color with a logo or, you know, some lettering. Um, but I would say the thing for screen printers to remember here is there's typically stretch. So you really have to pay attention to the material you're printing on. Yeah. Um, DTG, sublimation, or heat press may be the better route, but again, it really depends on the fabric. And so, I mean, speaking of material, you know, active and athleisure brands um, like Nike or Adidas, they're actually focusing on polyester um, and positioning it to take over the market. And we used to think of polyester as like the worst. Um, Aaron, the leisure suit. <laughs> yeah. Aaron, you mentioned that I'm the editor in chief of Big Picture as well. And Catherine Sanders who is a columnist for Big Picture. Um, she talks about the power of polyester in a recent column, which you can find on bigpicturemag.com. I can probably add it in the chat, um, the actual link, but it's a good resource, research, it's a good resource if you're looking to learn more about printing on that fiber. So yeah, definitely those are trending, but if you're printing, you really need to pay attention to how you're printing and uh, the material you're printing on. That's brilliant. Yeah. Makes a ton of sense. The power of polyester. I love that. Uh, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think Jeremy's going to have a little something to say about that. We're both we're both uh, big cotton guys, but you know you got You got to embrace. You got to embrace the trends, and you got to prepare how to print on it. Um, but but I would love to ask uh, Adrian a follow up question, just because I'm a girl dad times four, as you guys all know, and um, my girls have been heavily involved in dance their whole lives, hmm. and so I also see some of the trends as it comes through that that specific lens but but not just because you're a woman but because you have also done some research there are some trends that are specific to women so adrian i'm wondering if there's anything you could add kind of on you know the importance of that type of inclusion because guys you need to know one size doesn't fit all it's a lie that was a lie that was bs from the get-go so 
Adrian, I don't know if you have any spice you can add to that idea of, of something specific for women or the styles, but maybe you could add there. Yeah, I mean, I definitely agree with you. One size does not fit all. Um, I mean, I, I think if we're, we're talking, it's the same for any type of apparel. Um, as you mentioned, men and women are, you know, not only built differently, so the type of clothing is going to be different, but they're typically looking for something different in terms of style. Um, I would say, although the female legging trend is now catching on to male consumers, I've seen men wear compression leggings while running and exercising. I think you all realized how great they are finally. <laughs> um, I haven't worn them myself yet. Uh, I'm going to go and get some now, though. I'm, yeah. thinking, I'm thinking Jeremy, said of, it's the, okay. of the three of us, Jeremy could probably rock it the best. Yes. Just saying. But um, I think you're right. And I've seen a ton of NBA players are constantly wearing that. Yeah. So something for screen printers to be aware of is that, you know, there are different body types for all genders. So if you're printing, okay, a, maybe a design center chest, be aware of the potential for stretch by some of your customers. Ah, um, that is such a diplomatic way of saying that. Wow. <laughs> for me, right, a little down lower. Yeah. Okay, my stretch, ahead. I was going to say my stretch is a lot lower. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For all genders, that is the case. Um, and then I, I guess I would just say maybe like be careful putting specific colors in a gender box. Uh, my husband recently ordered shirts for his business. Um, you know, shout out to Amber at T-Shirts for Hope. She helped us out with that. Um, and we kind of just wrongly assumed that the all-made rose would be only for ladies. But the first male customer who came in pointed directly at, you know, it's kind of a pinkish shirt. And was like, I love that. So yeah. let's just, yeah, not put those, you know, specific genders as pink is for girl, boys, blue is for boy. That's just mm -hmm. not the way that it is anymore. That's or maybe all oh, never was. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, Jeremy. Well, I know that you've got a passion for, for all things fashion. So we really appreciate you kind of hanging back. <laughs> but of course, uh, I have a good source who tells me you're known to take deep dives into color, style, and, and decorating techniques. So Go ahead. We're ready yeah. for you, sir. Bring it. Well, just to add on to what Adrian was saying, you know, the one thing I've seen with with athleisure and performance is that inclusivity and diversity. So not, you know, Lululemon, Coral, like a lot of the Athleta, a lot of the brands have been just, you know, like she said, super simple solid colors you know they're starting to play with mesh and you know different straps and different different cutouts but there's this whole demographic <clears throat> that doesn't necessarily that doesn't represent them so i've seen a lot of full sublimated leggings with you know cartoons and anime um you know there's there's people in the goth realm that you know would never wear pastels so you know, there's, I, I'm seeing more brands targeting their graphics and their styles to what they would on the t-shirt side of things in casual wear, you know, cause I think Lululemon set that bar, but there's so many diverse people that exercise, right. That, that don't yeah. fit in that box. So I think there's a big potential of people being able to, to niche down that performance where to those, you know, demographics and psychographics. So I, that's one thing I like to see. And then I don't, you know, I think that the the one size fits all, you know, seeing that Adidas campaign, even though their sports bra campaign, you know, got a lot of backlash for exposing chests, you know, breasts on, on their campaigns, that was a good step, I think, to show that there's 20 girls, you know, in this campaign, women, and they're all different you know, every, every size, every height, every build, you know, and so I think that's important to not categorize, you know, put people in those boxes and, and, and have that, you know, when it translates to our industry, I think that's, that's going to be tough for a lot of suppliers, you know, you have to mm -hmm. go with that deeper inventory. And I think the one size fits all started, so they didn't have to put risk, you know, with eight different sizes of something. So I think it'll be, it'll be slow moving to come into our industry even more just because of the inventory thing. But, you know, when you're going to the decoration, like Adrian was saying, 
screen print versus heat transfer. You know, I th I've seen that's a big debate, you know, for, for, for one color text, you know, whether it's a little logo hit or, you know, blocky letters on the side of a legging. I, I like screen print, you know, obviously with stretch additive, but looking at Lion Brothers and some, uh, you know, Supacola, sorry, Supacola, and, and the way that the heat transfers are built in with a lot of that stretch and you can do full graphics or reflective or, you know, whatever you want in there, full color graphics. I think that's really nice to let, again, people, they might have that black legging, but then they can show who they are or, you know, what this demographic is with the graphics, even if it's a fill in some text. So I, I like that performance. You know, I, I spent more time outdoors last year for sure. And this year I finally got a trainer to, to help me with my, with my fitness. But I think the whole athleisure, it will never go away anymore. You know, it's always yeah. going to be there, yeah. but it's again, how can we translate these trends that start in the high fashion, in the fashion space down to our customers? Because the demographic is going to be very different as far as people buying from us versus maybe the end retailer. Some of our clients, like Adrian was saying that they have a retail presence, but not all of them do. So how do you take these high level trends and then kind of break them down to, um, to what we can do as decorators or, you know, promotional products, distributors, um, and, and, and I think filter it and break it down to make it digestible. Cause when you show people, some of these trends that are going on, like if you go to ASOS, Zoomies, Urban Outfitters, the nineties are back yep. again, yep. <laughs> but it, there's, there's a lot of it's really loud, a lot, a lot of it. And that's not gonna translate for most of our customers. And so how, how do we take those styles that they're seeing in retail and then again, break them down? So um, one thing I'm excited about going outside of the performance and into casual wear is graphic tees are back. You know, I know they've always been here, but the trend for years, a few years has just been typography, big text, you know, bold text, text all over the place. Mm -hmm. That's all probably thanks to Off-White, um, you know, who started that and going with Nike. But as a design firm, I love the the trends that are, people are wanting more graphic driven designs. You know, I'm seeing, I'm seeing cartoons, you know, anime, retro, you know, cartoons. And then, um, you know, just people even just playing with, even though it's for adults, it still has this childlikeness um, and fun, which again, I think 2022, we're getting yes. out of that to, to have more fun and, and show our, show our joy. So I, I really like that, that we can, at least for us, we can start designing and giving something really unique versus, you know, type is cool, but it's not, I don't know it gets old after a while when yeah. everyone's doing it. So I think Good graphic point. tees lets people express themselves even deeper than just text driven designs all the time. Yeah. But one real one quick, the, the, the whole nineties vibe, you know, it's, I'm seeing, I call it Bobby Brady groovy strike T. So it started in the 60s, <laughs> 70s. Wait, 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 slow down. We got to break that down Sorry. one more time. You call it what? Uh, a Bobby Brady groovy striped tee. So, you know, the Brady Bunch, if you, yeah. if you see what they would wear, that started, what, 60s, 70s, maybe. My brother, who got me in the industry, he ran a clothing company uh, in L.A. in the early 90s. And one of their most popular shirts, they brought back the stripes of Bobby Brady. He's the one that gave it that term, but I'm using it for me now. Um, <laughs> But then now it's again, it's rip off and duplicate. It's all yours. Yes, <laughs> of course. Hey, we're blood. So it's not. That's yeah. right. Um, but then you. again, it, it's that diversity of garment, not just solids bringing in the stripes. A, uh, AS color does a great job of bringing in some unique patterns. You know, they're still conservative, but having something different than just a solid substrate, you know, I, I like having that. Cause then you could do some simple decoration. You can do, little labels or embroidery or you know a one color print it doesn't have to be super busy and you're using the garment as 
you know, the focal point and then, you know, the decoration and design come afterwards. So cargo pants, button ups, bucket hats, you know, that 90s trend is coming. I'm getting more and more people asking for oversized clothes, you know, not not necessarily relaxed fit, but even further, you know, not just streetwear where it used to be just like shock aware, big kind of long, but they want drop shoulder, you know, the, the, the females are wanting that super loose shirt. Um, so I, I've been getting asked that a lot lately, which I'm, I'm cool with because the more canvas, the, the more we can, you know, have, right. have places yeah. to decorate. Because yeah. if you go to ASOS, logos everywhere. Now that does, that's not cost effective, you know, for most of our customers, but people are playing with the whole sleeves, top, bottom. I don't like the the side print still, and I never will, just because it's not flattering. I don't think. But when you have so many locations, it it kind of distracts from the focal point going to someone's gut, yeah. which us dudes don't like, right? Yeah, exactly. Or or ladies, dude. ladies don't like it either. I was gonna <laughs> say it's not just us dudes, but Jeremy, those are impressive answers. I love yeah. you took this on a deep it, dive. Awesome. Jay, do you mind if I, I want to, can I yeah, go one yeah. other place here? I know there's some Please. other things we want to talk about, but before we get too far away from this, I love that Jeremy brought up the fact that nineties kind of style fashion is coming back. And, you know, I wanted to actually be a little bit prepared for this today. So I was reading a little bit about that. And um, one of the things that I had read was, you know, millennials are, are kind of driving the market right now and they want to kind of get back to the nineties of that yes. less responsibilities that, you know, life was a little bit easier back in the nineties for a lot of the millennials, <laughs> not, not saying anything about that, but I, I guess the thing I want to kind of explore and, and maybe Adrian, you can jump in here first and then we can kick it back to Jeremy is when, when I think about trends, right. My logical brain goes to, Oh yeah. What's the latest color? What's the latest, you know, kind of thing. But I think a lot of the trends are, are, are actually based on emotions, right? What we're feeling in the moment. We talked about wanting to get back out because of what we experienced with the pandemic and things like that. So, Adrian, could you maybe expand with your ideas on that? What, how emotions and our feelings and the kind of this, the cycle of life that we're in drive things? Yeah. I mean, I think, I mean, personally, the pandemic, I think, affected so much. We're talking about a leisure outerwear. I personally did not buy any new clothes for probably a year until I realized like, oh, trade shows are coming back. Things are coming back. So for me, I mean, that's emotional for me. I wasn't, I wasn't, I didn't care. No one was seeing me except for, you know, my husband in my home or if I was doing something on Zoom, which you can barely even see what I'm wearing yeah. now. Most your shirts are good from here up. You're good. <laughs> yeah. you know, I think emotions come into it. And I think with the whole 90s thing, just to get back on that really quick, I've been seeing a lot of like Y2K. Um, I live in a beach town at spring break here. All the 18 to 21 year olds are here partying. And I'm just like, oh, are we back in like spring break, like Panama City, you know, that was on MTV. Yeah. Um, it's really interesting to see what they're wearing and uh, where that comes from. And I think that maybe there's emotion there too, but I think there's also this just like longing for the past, because even if you're on Instagram or social media, so many celebrity websites focus so much back onto celebrities of yesteryear and kind of just that whole feeling, that whole vibe. Um, you, I mean, you, you go onto any of those websites and they're talking about the Britney Spears and Justin Timberlake denim clothes that they wore at the MTV Music Awards. You know, there's, yeah, Jeremy, you're like, it was awful. <laughs> and I think the Y2K clothes are- Wait, it wasn't <laughs> awful. Was it awful? <laughs> I mean, not for that time. Not for that time. Um, so I think, yeah, there's like this nostalgia that you there kind of want is. to bring all those yeah. things back. I don't know, Jeremy, you probably have a better handling on that question than I do. No, you know, I, I think, you know, the, the parents of the, the kids nowadays are, we, we grew, we, I don't have kids that old. I, don't, I started late, but for most kids that are high school, college, their parents grew up in that era. So there's this, there's this almost like throwback of when their parents were growing up that has this cool factor. The, the fact that the nineties are vintage yeah. still oh, dumbfounds thank me. <laughs> thank you for saying that. Cause I'm like, Oh my God, Jeremy, I've got those age kids and they're literally upset with myself and my wife because we didn't keep our classic 
Ralph Lauren polos, rugby's. You know, I used to have a closet full of Ralph Lauren rugby's that were awesome. I don't have a single one. And my girls were pissed that I didn't keep them. They're like, Dad, oh my God, I've seen all those photos. Why didn't you keep those? And I'm like, yeah, and what, what's know. funny is I feel like, you know, when I went to, I guess in my 20s, the, the, t- the band t-shirt, you know, was mm-hmm. the 60s, 70s. Now the band t-shirt, you know, is, is Nirvana, is, is Marilyn Manson, <laughs> you know, it's, it's our era, which is their right. now throwback vintage, which, you know, I love because I, I worked in the band industry for 10 years and that's one of my passions but now, you know, you, if I would have started back then, cause I used to just go to the vintage store, sell it on eBay back, you know, 2003, 2004. And now I'm seeing these shirts on, you know, the whole millennial crowd, they're, they're the ones that again, reinvented that, that vintage style. And they're selling these band t-shirts for hundreds of dollars. And I'm like, dang, what, instead of doing client work B2B, I could have just <laughs> sold vintage t-shirts my whole life and i would have been probably happier you know than managing people but um you know i i think i think it's really fun to see that because i lived it and now it's coming back again and again it's the graphics it's the colors with all these trends it's not necessarily about our tastes us four and all the people watching it's not necessarily what we like you have to study your client's client who who is going to be wearing it who is going to be purchasing it a a tech company a lot of these trends aren't going to matter as far as crazy garments or styles it's going to be maybe a little more conservative but how can we take all those things for our conservative clients for our teenager you know school clients for for you know musicians or retail brands like the the whole thing with the trends is you need to know all of it. Why you, you, in order for you to really help your customer, the more you know about it, the better dialed in you can give to them to say, all right, here's what's trending, but how do we adapt this to your client, your business? And that's the biggest thing that I, I find people see all these trends and it's overwhelming. And they're like, I don't like that. Oh, that's not my taste. But again, it's not about what you like you. Yes. You have to have a knowledge of it and you need to know the marketplace, but your customer knows their audience. And so how do you marry those two together? Which I think is important as we're talking through all this, people are like, well, I'm not creative. I don't, I'm not into fashion. Well, it's okay. You can still know about it. And the more you know about it, the better you can service your customer, especially they're probably a wide range. You know, they're not just this one niche. Some people might have that, but really, I I think the more you can study and know what's out there, you know what Vicky's going to present next week. She's in this full time, and she she's closer to the fashion world than most people in our industry. Uh-huh. And it's going to be in our conversation. It's going to be how do we take this super emotional and ethereal kind of psychology, and then it, bring it down to the masses to really make it easy for us to just make our customers merch better. Again, they don't have to go from being super conservative to really loud it's let's get them little by little towards what their audience is seeing in retail because again they're not reinventing anything their customers customer is seeing the same brands as everyone else in the retail space so how do we fall in line with that and still keep it on brand for said company brilliant yeah definitely Hey, Jay, can I hit a couple regulators uh, comments here real yes, quick? Yes, yes, I know yes, of course. I, I keep, I keep jumping in front of the line here, but no, I'm no, gonna... no, you're fine. It's your show. <laughs> it's your show. I'm just, yeah, I was gonna I'm say, just it kidding. is my podcast. So I'm going to do it. Uh, <laughs> all right. So Dean uh, it, it said, so oversized, does that mean Jinko jeans are back? Does that sound right? Kind of. <laughs> all right. Unfortunately, good. yes. They, 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 they restarted, I think during the pandemic. I don't know if it caught on, but yeah, super baggy, like sliced up and then, oh, Jinko. (laughs) Okay. All right. Good. Uh, Get clear on that. And then mainly uh, oversized tops, like oversized shirts and jackets and hoodies. That's okay. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks. Um, And then Eric is going to be hauling out his flannels for the uh, Nirvana (laughs) phase, right? Is that, (laughs) I mean, are you guys seeing stuff like that? Is that real also a trend? Is it the flannel stuff? Have you seen that? 
Oh yeah. I, I know yeah, that- it's growing and it's getting, there's more colors coming out, which finally, like, why did it take so long? But, right. Um, <laughs> AS color, they, they are doing flannels. Isn't independent, is independent doing flannels? I I've remember. seen some from independent. I've seen a lot from Burnside. Burnside is a, is Burnside, a yeah, they're all yeah. over. Uh, uh, Rothko, Rothko has like purple and bright yellow. Um, they might even have pink. I can't remember, but again, it's, it, 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 it's not one size fits all. So bringing in these fresh colors, yeah, your staple might be red, blue, and black, but how do you bring in some seasonal colors to spice it up a little bit? You know, that's great for breweries. Having something a little brighter, I think is great. Slap a patch on it, screen print something on the back, but um, I know uh, Eric has probably a lot of great ideas on the embroidery side for flannels, but yeah, it's, I think it's a staple, especially in the brewery space. Wow. Good. Wow. Great information. And then Christine says, uh, if big shoulder pads come back for women, I'm out. So (laughs) I've not seen any of that. So I think we're okay. (laughs) So Um, far. All right, Jay. Well, I mean, in the high fashion, not, not for our industry, thank God. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Good. All right, Jay. Well, I'm uh, I'm no, out of your way now. No, no, you're fine. And I think I think the the follow up question I wanted to ask, and and feel free, Adrian and Jeremy, to jump in on this is, we're we're kind of in the um, I love what you've said, the nostalgia, the styles, the trends, kind of figuring a way to make it apply in our markets. And I love that Jeremy talked about niching down. One of the things that comes up consistently is how can we help our buyers, our customers with their branded merch when they have specific PMS colors in their logo and they get almost hyper-focused and fixated on, no, 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 you know, our branding guide says it has to be PMS 186 or whatever, fill in the color. How do we help them relax a little bit or find a color trend that complements that or figure out how to apply that and these trends so that we have a more like a crossroads of both rather than an either or do you, do you understand my question i hope that came across right so who's adrian do you want to jump in yeah, first? either either Did Jeremy or might actually in. have a real world experience with this um mine is just more from like a bird's eye view of what i've talked to customer or um screenpreneurs about when they t- they discuss working with their customers and really that's just having a conversation and hoping 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 that your customer is a little bit open-minded um, what works best from some of our brain squad members, for example, is having, um, designs laid out already, show it to them instead of just saying it to them, show them some options. If you don't want, if you want them to think outside the box, they're not going to do that themselves. They've got this in their mind. This is, this is what I have to do. But if you can present to them, why don't you try this? Or maybe there's just like a variation of a new color or adding in a little bit of a trend. They can see it, they can like it a lot, hopefully, and then they can take that back to whoever's really making the decisions if it's not them and have that conversation. And maybe then they're even a little bit open to a little bit of change, which then you can keep keep those designs. And you don't want to go back and forth forever, of course, um, that's lost time and money on your end, but at least you can show them the possibilities. Love that. That's a great answer. Yeah. I mean, it's called show and tell for a reason, right? I think so many people just tell, this is what you should do. This is how you should do it. But most people aren't either creative enough or they're just, you know, they're not, they're not living in this apparel world. So you have to show them, you have, you have to let them imagine it. Like if you just tell them, they're going to be very, like Adrian said, they're just going to think of this one thing in their head and they're like, nope, I don't like it. But when you show them of, Yes, your brand guidelines, and most brand guidelines are created by people that don't know anything about apparel or merchandise, period. It's, it's these agencies or branding firms that, yes, they know the psychology of color and, you know, font layouts and, and styles, but when it comes to merchandise, they're just slapping that logo in their presentation on a thousand items. And I think looking at the food and beverage space, brands are starting to go away from their core logo and have some fun <laughs> going yeah. back to our 2022 theme. Stop fun. taking yourself too serious. Merchandise is meant to make people feel good, look good, feel good wearing it. You know, it's not a straight jacket or uniform. Some are, and people don't want <laughs> like uniforms. So that's the thing. How can you 
especially for employees merch, how do you take it from a uniform that they're going to rip that thing off as soon as they're done to that lifestyle to where they're representing their culture and they're going to go in a social setting and wear that shirt versus this is what I have to wear when I'm at work. So I think when you're, when you're talking about these colors, you're always going to have your core colors. You know, I mean, if you look, if you probably ask Sanmar and all the uh, alpha and SNS, their core colors, what black, white, Navy, charcoal gray is probably going to be the core. Mm -hmm. So, uh, if your brand color is like a lime color, why, why pick a shirt color that's lime? No one wants to wear that on a regular basis. So how can you take the core, most popular garment colors and then bring the seasonal colors into the graphic? Oh, it's our yeah. logo shirt. It's the best seller. But how do you know you can sell more of those? If yeah. you switch up the color to be more in line with what people are seeing in retail, it's yeah. still your logo or your design, mm -hmm. but you're freshening it up. Now you're allowing the person who bought that core PMS color branded shirt, it gives them the opportunity to buy another shirt that is more in line with other stuff that they're wearing. Love so that. I just, I, I think people just take their brand guidelines too serious. Now I'm all about structure and design. But again, freshen it up. Like yeah. why, why just rest on your laurels? You know, that's, that, that's boring in my opinion. Again, you will never know until you try it. Yeah. Good so point. if, if you bring in these seasonal refresh using different shirt colors or different garment colors, or sorry, print colors, ink colors, sorry. And it doesn't do well. Now, you know that your audience doesn't like it, but what if again, People are, are so quick to be opinionated and they haven't even experimented. They haven't even stepped a little bit outside of their brand guidelines to see what their audience really wants. They're assuming. And most people don't even ask. They don't ask their customers what they want. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's scary. Wow. I think another yeah. way, just another way to show and not tell, which could be something unique, um, maybe to help even just build your own brand and to um, have your employees feel like part of something, um, take your logo and whatever is in design right now, whatever's trending, create company shirts for your own employees, for you and yourself. So screen, I'm talking to screen printers specifically. And so when people come into your shop, they see everyone in this new design. They see everyone in a logo that's a little bit tweaked to something different. So you can do that and also kind of build this like cool company culture that, oh, we do these new shirts quarterly or every month and we rock them. Um, it gives, it's something fun for your staff, but it also shows what you can do with design and with screen printing when you have customers come in. Great suggestion. 100%. Yeah. Wonderful. So uh, Eric said, uh, Jeremy has me with my fist in the air here. Coordinate, don't replicate and the logo slap method of decorating. Nice. <laughs> Good stuff. And then uh, Christine shared, uh, speaking as a marketing manager, I think one of the best things marketers can do is learn about how designs are constructed and how decorating garments and hard goods works. Once you understand, you build your branding differently. Yeah. Good point. Well said. Yeah. yeah. Design for the medium, a, a, a hat, a jacket, a t-shirt, a water yeah, bottle, a journal. Yeah, why use the same logo on everything? Like design for that medium and make it unique but cohesive. Right? Brilliant. It's, it's yeah. that's where you can have a lot of play with colors. Maybe not on your apparel program. It could be on your hard goods. Yeah. You know, bring in some freshness. Uh, you know, throughout the the merch line. So that's yeah. a great, great thing, Christina. Yeah. Wow. You guys, this has been incredible uh the insight here uh invaluable i think if people really kind of take it in and, and listen at that deep level where what you guys have been sharing at they can really understand and and help like jeremy was talking about make your customers customer happy right you get get into that level so amen um jay thank you for assembling this uh, superpower team here and uh i know you guys are doing the webinar that's come up so give us some details of that Yes, I thought you were never going to ask me. So glad. <laughs> so this was a little bit of a sneak peek into what we plan on doing next Thursday. So on Thursday, March 31st, 1 p.m. Eastern, this education session is going to be um, a big deal and free. Registration is required, but it's free. It's open. Take a friend, share it, 
push it out there because we think that this is a topic that is always timely because it's always evolving. And so um, I'm lucky and, and humbled and honored to have not only Jeremy as well as Adrian, but also Vicki Ostrom uh, from Sanmar and Trend Dependent join us. So the three experts are them, not me. And uh, they're gonna be able to share even deeper thoughts with some examples. And we'll probably spend about an hour on this topic, maybe a little more. And then we hopefully will have 20 minutes left over for some live questions too. So um, it's the 2022 Apparel Trends webinar next Thursday, March 31st, 1 p.m. Um, I'll, I'll try to find the link. Sorry that I didn't. I, I thought I gave that to, to Eric. And, and if I did, great. And if I didn't, then, ah, oh, there it is. Awesome. <laughs> Yep, he's got it in the, the comments there, and we'll get it uh, into the show notes this weekend. So if you go over to tworegularguys.com, you'll be able to click it over there as well. Um, so, Jay, uh, so we talked about that, but I'd also love to uh, get from, from our guests here. Uh, where can people find more about what you guys are doing? Adrian, if people are living under a rock and they have not seen Screen Printing Magazine, where can they go to find out about that? And then, Jeremy, how about where people can connect with you? So, Adrian, can we start with you first, please? Yeah, um, you can uh, head to screenprintingmag.com, which has pretty much everything you need. You can subscribe to the digital edition. You can subscribe to our twice weekly bulletins. You'll find our social media there, which is typically everything for social media is at screenprintmag. You can email me at adrian.palmer at smartworkmedia.com, but the website will get you everything that you need. Oh, and um, a reminder, our mentorship project um, deadline for that is November or November. I don't know what month I'm in, March 30th, <laughs> March 30th. So if anyone wants to uh, sign up for our mentorship project, that's our big thing going on right now. Awesome. Awesome. Anything uh, new on the horizons coming up that uh, we should be aware of and, and looking forward to? Is there any info that you could give us that you shouldn't be? <laughs> um, definitely the mentorship project. That's, that is okay. that's big and people will nice. be matched by yeah. May for the six month program. Um, we're working on our May, June issue, which is going to be very good and very exciting. We have nice. some, um, oldies, but goodies in terms of, uh, some, some freelance writers. You'll be happy to see back Sweet. in the mag. Nice. Yeah. Um, we've always, we, uh, yeah. Alex Markeski, it was at impressions expo Atlantic city right now. So you can check out his recap on the website. Yeah. We've always got great. Yeah. I know it's not competition or anything, but. Nope. Screensaver podcast is uh, back. Episode five uh, will launch on Monday with Tracy Johnston Aldworth. Um, there are four episodes right now that you can listen to at screenprintingmag.com slash screensaver and season one is available as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of the podcasts I have in my rotation. I love it. You guys are doing some awesome stuff over there. So Thanks. Jeremy, what about you? Where, where can people connect with you? What's going on? Yeah. Basically LinkedIn is where I'm most active. Okay. Um, Twitter yeah. is is definitely in more industry focus at JW Picker, same at Instagram. Um, but you know, I, I love LinkedIn because of the platform. I, I think I've, I'm finding kind of my audience, which is more industry folks than, yeah. you know, when I went into getting content out there, it was kind of that end buyer that I wanted to educate and that might come in the future, but you know, a lot of industry people have been gravitating towards my content. So I'm, you know, I'm writing in all the industry articles and jumping on every podcast I can when and running a company, which is uh, stress, <laughs> stressful in this environment. As and taking as vacations in the deep woods of Colorado in a cabin. <laughs> vacations, working from an alternate location. <laughs> but, you know, again, it's now that my whole company's remote, it, it allows me to be remote also. So that's, that's kind of cool, but yeah, I'm, I'm passionate about design, creative development, you know, and then trends in, in the fashion space um, and trying to bring, bring that to help everyone elevate their, their design and creative and make better merch and keep it out of the landfills. So. That's awesome. Wow. Yeah. Well, you guys did that today. You, you elevated uh, our knowledge. So uh, we really appreciate your guys' time and, uh, and being here and, and making this two regular guys show awesome. So uh, any, any last parting thoughts before we get you guys out of here, Adrian, I'll start with you. Thank you so much for having me on. Um, and I'm just looking forward to next Thursday where we can dig into this even more. Yeah, definitely. Jeremy. 
have more fun. You know, we're, we're, we're in an industry that allows for fun and I don't think we have enough fun. of it. Yes. I know Jay does. Yes. Jay have has more lots of fun. fun. Can I say that? <laughs> yeah. And again, I think I, lately I've been talking more about just being more childlike, be curious, yeah. be inquisitive, like all be, again, all because you don't like something personally, knowing the marketplace is only going to help you help your customers better. So have fun, be childlike, and yeah, that's awesome. Well, awesome. Merch. Well, awesome. Wow, you guys, incredible! Thank you so much. We're gonna let you guys get out of here, Jay. Thanks. We're gonna keep you around since you are co-hosting. Can you get back in the co-host chair? Woohoo! Okay, I'm feeling good. I'm back. I'm in the co-host chair. <laughs> yes. Oh man, Jay, that was incredible. Wow. Uh, you guys, right? yeah. So that that webinar on Thursday that seems like a, a must attend. So I uh, hope so. I feel like it is. I, I you know we wanted to provide some value for the industry across the board. Obviously, Equipment Zone is hosting this, so it is part of the Equipment Zone. It's under our umbrella. But you know we we and I pulled some strings and begged for some favors, and to have Vicky join us was a giant thing. Vicky, you know how many other futurists and trend analysts can there be in our industry, right? Yeah, I mean, this yeah. is her full-time job. She goes to conferences for like uh, furniture and fashion and uh, uh, you know, it, it, uh, what do you call it? interior design, not just apparel, but she's yeah. pulling it all in. So just thrilled to have this opportunity and, and can't wait for next week. That's awesome. Wow, Jay. All right, well, we'll uh, make sure that, yeah, we get the word out about that, but uh, you're going to also bring us oh, you're like right. carrying so much weight here on this show. You've been co-hosted, you've been a guest. Now you're going to do five things. So uh, Eric, would you take us into five things, please, sir? That's it. Five That's it. You're ready. Five things, sir. All right. I put, I put on my, my new hat for the five things because I'm feeling it right here. So five things. Number one, five color trends. And I got to give a shout out to my friends, Frank Good and Meg Erber at SNS Activewear. They have an amazing resource. This isn't a plug for them. This is a genuine thing I found that I think everyone listening, every regulator needs to know about. They have a 2022 color guide. It's a digital guide. Everyone can use it. You can even customize it. So here are the five color trends from that uh, color guide. Number one, playful pastels. Keyword playful, then pastels, like lilac, which is also a play on uh, Pantone's color of the year, very peri, periwinkle. Um, so lilac, vital pinks, and canary yellows. Think pastels, playful pastels. That's number one. Number two, versatile neutrals, versatile neutrals, like sand, natural, and pale grays. Lots of grays, but in cooler tones, and, 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 and more neutral uh, positioning. Number three, nature-inspired hues, nature-inspired colors like mint, glacier ice, which is kind of a pale blue and gray combo. I know it's hard to see when I'm describing it on a, on a podcast, glacier ice and rose, not a bright rose color, but more of a paler rose, um, again, muted and nature inspired hues that's number three number four mineral earth tones so again it's a nature position mineral earth tones like copper camel and military green and number five uplifting bold uplifting bold those pops of color that jeremy talked about scarlet red kelly green and sunset orange so number five uplifting bold that's it those are my five that is wow 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 always bringing it jay you've been working out too man you're looking good you're i'm trying good. i'm a little bulkier but i'm i gotta get rid of this pony keg down here it's not it's 12 pack it's i wish it's there's no <laughs> there are no abs it's just tacos so i well, got you're just, i'm, I'm oh you're, you're protecting the abs, right? You got to have a layer of protection. You have those a little abs. protection over those abs. There Correct. you go. There you go. All right. Well, Bevy Jean says, I learned a lot of food for thought. I want to go to the next level. Thanks. So yeah, I, I agree. That's such a great uh, call on that Bevy Jean, that, that food for thought just to make you think differently about it. And I, and I love that about having a discussion with people like Jeremy, like Adrian, like you, Jay, you, you guys want to think differently. You guys want to uh, work differently and kind of break the status quo. So uh, what a great discussion today. 
You're welcome. I mean, it was fun. It's great to be here. Appreciate it. Honored. Sorry, Terry. I know you're in Atlantic City. You know, you're just living the dream because, you know, it's New Jersey. Hello. <laughs> yeah. Who doesn't want to be there? All right. I, I, I'm going to get myself in trouble if I keep talking there. Jay, what uh, besides this webinar, anything else coming up in, in your world that people should hey, be aware of? You know what? Just just again, you can find me at equipmentzone.com. Okay. Um, I've also got side projects, which you can find out more about. Just visit me, connect with me on LinkedIn, everybody. That's when people ask me, do you have a business card? I say, yes, it's digital and it's called LinkedIn. Yeah. Because all of my information is there. A lot of a lot of um, great resources are also there. So um, not a lot coming up except this webinar has been on my mind. Um, trade show season are back. Events are back. So, nice. yeah, I'll, I'll, I know you got a lot to cover, so I'll give it back to you. Yeah, that sounds great. I appreciate that. And then, if or do you I, want me to cover for Terry and tell you what Terry's going to be doing? I could do that. You, you, you could do that. But let's real quick though, just over your shoulder, I want to make sure that people don't miss that too. Uh, over that would probably be your right shoulder there. There's a white. Uh, uh, yep, that one can. What's that? Yes, FlexPoint. FlexPoint social selling. So you can go to FlexPoint.com. Actually, it's GoFlexPoint.com because FlexPoint was taken, of course. So, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's an opportunity cool. to help people with their with their social media. But specifically, we do a LinkedIn makeover process, and uh, it's a lot of fun. It's really insightful. It's about better positioning, better branding, and it's a do it with you program not a do it for you program. So cool. um, yeah, love to love to get your feedback. If you want to check it out, go visit our website, goflexpoint.com. Awesome. All right. Yes, Jay, would you uh, bring on uh, Terry's upcoming events for us here? Terry's going to be a busy boy. He will be at the DAX show in Chicago, Tinley Park. Uh, and he has two sessions there, April 22nd at 1020, specialty inks and how to use them properly. Uh, and then also on April 22nd at 12:30, it's a it's a buy one get one I think Bogo, but you better <laughs> check with Dax. But uh, when you're with Terry, the more you get, the better. So number his second session is why is getting started in DTG printing so confusing? Great topic, love yeah. that. Um, so go visit him at the Dax Show in Chicago. He's also got his complete screen printing business classes at Workhorse Products in Phoenix. That'll be May 14th and 15th. Um, that same screen printing business class is available at Atlas Screen Printing in Chicago. And that's going to be uh, the following, which would be the next after Phoenix. He's going to Chicago, May 21st and 22nd. So check him out at Atlas. Um, all of his 2020 classes are on his website, which is terrycombs.com. There you go. Awesome. Yep. Check that out. Um, really for me, Jay, I, I'm just going to share what I've uh, got coming up here in just uh, under a half hour. Eric and I do a, a fun show we call the half and it's just 30 minutes of wide open Q and a, we don't have any outline or script or anything. We just really interact with the people who show up live and, and uh, have great conversations about whatever it is that shows up. Um, it is the one time in Eric and I's life that we are on time. 30 minutes is 30 minutes. <laughs> There's no bonus time. We uh, we cut it off. We even have a little fun with the cutoff at, from time to time. So you can check that out over at liveosg.com, which will take you over to my YouTube page. Or you can find it at facebook.com forward slash our success group pro. Uh, so Facebook or YouTube while there at either of those locations, just search Eric Campbell, E-R-I-C-H Campbell, and uh, make sure that you're following there because you can also catch them on those channels. So um, I've got, I'm going to be at DAC Chicago as well. And then uh, the weekend after that, I will be out at the everything embroidery market as well. So uh, check those things out. We'll get those in the show notes and um, we can go through those as we get a little bit closer. Aaron, you're going to be busy, man. You're, you're <laughs> April and May. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, I'm already going, Hmm, how am I going to do all this? But you know what? We always make it work. So I'm really excited about both of those opportunities and uh, really enjoying getting out. Uh, like Adrian talked about, you know, the, the, the shows are back. It's, it's yeah. fun to get back out in front of people again and, and have those face-to-face -face conversations. So I'm excited to get out of my basement here. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. And then uh, for Eric, uh, he's got his show coming up at 2.30 Mountain Time or 3.30 uh, Central Time or Jay, wherever you're at Phoenix time, who knows what you, you know, Yeah, don't worry about it. You, you don't choose to participate in this whole daylight yeah, savings thing. We, we so. opt out and let everyone else move their clocks. <laughs> there you go. I love it. Um, yeah, there was some uh, legislation almost coming through. Right? We're going to stay in. Uh, anyhow. Okay. Right. So uh, at two 30 mountain time today, the take up and today is episode one Oh five. He's going to be talking about in machine embroidery, stitch type review, 
lines and columns. And uh, he's going to be discussing all the ways we create lines and columns of stitches, thin lines, thick lines, satin stitches, and why we don't always teach blending on satin stitches. So, what? yeah, I mean, gosh, what great in-depth free information you get from the master that guy that guy eric unbelievable he is the giver he is a master i could go on and on and fanboy on this guy i mean i have an embroidery crush on eric i'm just gonna say it i'm I'm gonna admit (laughs) it right here right now while sitting in for terry combs yes uh look at that breaking news embroidery crush well i'm right there with you so we'll have to compete for him. Um, no, but uh, check that out. You can uh, tune in and uh, get your own embroidery crush on Eric over at ericcampbell.com. And just click that take up tab at the top and that'll get you where you need to go. Uh, Eric will also be at the Dak Chicagoland Tinley Park show, which is April 21st. He's going to be teaching digitizing your first design, finding your foundations. And then the next day, the 22nd, he will be teaching design, editing, and alterations. So you can check out more about that over at DaxShow.com. So, all right. Jay, wow. Yes. We have come to the close of this show. We want to thank Adrian Palmer for her time. You also want to thank Jeremy Picker for his time. Uh, And I want to thank you, Jay, for your time and being here and sitting in. Man, make sure you check out that webinar coming up on Thursday, March 21st, so you can get more from them. Plus, Vicky, who sounds amazing, so I can't wait to yes. check that out. Yes, yes, and, unbelievable. Uh, so, yes, thanks again, Jay. Appreciate you oh, sitting my in, pleasure. Terry. This has been a blast. My pleasure. Thankful, thankful for the opportunity. Again, if you want more information, you can go to equipmentzone.com and see all of the information on how to register. Uh, but thank you. And I want to thank Eric. He doesn't get enough credit. I know he's in the background sleeping. I mean, he's moving the dials and um, keeping us keeping us from getting ourselves into too much trouble. He keeps the wheels on this podcast bus every week. Eric Campbell, you're a stud. You know it and I know it, but I just got to give him a shout out. That's awesome. Thanks, Jay. Well, uh, next week, Jay, we've got episode 444 special Woo! numbers coming up. So, uh, we're going to be doing a, a special host show and we're going to have Terry and Eric is going to actually be on the front side this time and myself. So uh, we're nice. working on something special for everybody. So uh, more details will be coming here soon. Once we get uh, Terry back from his lovely trip to New Jersey or New York or wherever they're at. Yeah. Up there. No, yeah, New, Jersey New Jersey land, the garden the, state, the garden state. Yep. So look for that coming up next week. Same time, awesome. same place. Well, listen until episode 444. I'm Jay Bissell sitting in for Terry Combs. He's Aaron Montgomery. And we are the two regular guys. Here we go. We're out. (laughs) Awesome. Thank you for listening to Two Regular Guys. Check out our website at tworegularguys.com. That's the number two, regularguys.com. You can also interact with us over at our Facebook page, facebook.com slash two regular guys, or send us a tweet, twitter.com slash two regular guys. And we have a YouTube page. You can find all that from our website, two regular guys.com. Thanks for tuning in, and we look forward to spending some time with you again next week.